This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to another episode of Victory Drive, everybody. I appreciate everyone listening. And today I got my beautiful wife with me, Ashley Johnson. What's up? Hello. All right. And... We literally just got on a recording podcast. We're um, on a bit of a time, not really time constraint because it's just late. It's 4th of July weekend. We have family stuff going on. It's my birthday week. But we can't miss it for you guys. What if you guys get bored this 4th of July weekend or Independence Day weekend, I like to call it, because 4th of July is just a day, but Independence is forever. Forever. Yeah. But uh, hopefully everyone likes it. We just t- we talked about a lot of shit. It's an ADHD episode. That, that is, is probably what we're gonna call it. Is we should call ADHD this ADHD like episode with kitchen talk. Ashley. Like this is this is our life. Kitchen talk. Like this is what this is what happens in the kitchen when you and I get going. Yeah, we do talk a lot in the kitchen. <laughs> we do. That's where the huh. food and the beer is, and we yeah. just got going. We were going into it, t- gonna talk about YouTube and the videos we're gonna start putting out, and we went. In a lot of different directions. It was, it got pretty wild. But uh, hope, yeah, I mean, Ashley's diagnosed ADHD. It's fine. Um, unmedicated, unmedicated, and proud, unsupervised. <laughs> um, so we talked a lot about a lot of shit. You guys, I think you guys will like it. It'll be a good time. And we just need to get in here and plug the sponsors. They're great Let's sponsors. Be Let's be honest. Yeah, you know we're. Just trying to do something fun here, and it just makes everything awesome when we have great partners behind us, like Grizzly Coolers and Huntworth. The two we got, and they're just a, they're just two great companies that really they're outdoors people. They make outstanding products for outdoors outdoors people, just like all of us listening. And Grizzly Coolers, especially, I mean, man, they jumped right on pretty damn early with this show mm-hmm. and we're like we want to be title sponsor that fucking yahoo and we're like hell yeah hell brother. yeah hell yeah hop aboard of the <laughs> fucking train dude you got yourself front row tickets to the shit show brother let's go <laughs> so 
But Grizzly's awesome. Um, I actually, you know, I haven't talked to any of them personally besides like, like we haven't had to sit down face to face talk in this vicinity. They have with work. They class, did all that's their fine. talking with their products. Yeah. Well, I, I, I talk with them quite frequently, you know, about um, stuff, but we just haven't had the chance to sit down and talk yet, which I'd like to do that someday and talk about grizzly coolers with them that'd be great because they're right down the fucking road anyways they're made in decorah iowa i mean god bless america that's amazing mm-hmm. fucking independence day yeah american made yeah hard side coolers kind of goes with well they don't only just make hard side coolers it's the only ones that, talking I, about I, our youtube videos i think that's all they make in america though i think they're drinkware their drinkware is technically from um some sort of asian descent i was gonna talk about their bags Bags. I don't know if those are made in America or not. They're great bags. Wherever they make them, great bags. Yeah, let's talk about the bags. Ashley, we, talk about them. I'm gonna because we this episode we maybe covered five minutes on it when it was supposed to be the majority of the video about our YouTube videos coming out and how we are recording videos, going out in the rain, shooting some guns, doing some reviews, having a great time. And one of the things that Grizzly sent us was two. I don't. I don't know what they're called. They're they're bags. They're te- like gear I, bags. What? Gear bags. Gear bags. I would call it like a tactical bag, but yeah, a gear bag. And so we we were using this, I don't even know what it was, for Menards or Fleet Farm or something like that. We were using that to put all our targets and... Um, it was, uh, it was a, it's a toolbox. Yeah, a a toolbox, like sure. Like a, yeah, it's it just a toolbox. It yeah. was all right. But anyway, so once we got these bags and we're like, oh my gosh, let's, let's make this our range bag. Works great. Love it durable then the other one we have uh for jacobs whenever he goes somewhere to podcast he's got his mics in there and everything that great freaking bags they look great in the videos too had to plug the sponsors in on the youtube videos i was like this looks so good love it yep so we the bags that we specifically got were are the the gear bag 40 that's the brown one yep it comes in a variety oh we got the brown and the the black i'm looking at the one right now Good bags. Oh, I'm a bag girl. You know, I love my 31s. I love my backpacks. I love. I'm a girl. I love my bags. So we got the tactical bag. I like the, the bag. The gear bag tactical version. It's uh, the only thing that makes it tactical is that's in coyote brown. We also have the black one. The black one's badass. I actually have my um, spare mic in there, and it's a bit, it kind of turned into the, the like when I need to pack mobile up my podcast. podcast. Shit bag i need to pack up my podcast shit throw in that bag run it over rip rock out an episode with jeremy bond or something call her night because he lives just on the road too not too far away but the gear bag for you is fucking awesome and it carries all sorts of shit we put our fucking um guns in there when you're talking handguns and ammo and fucking targets it's great ear protection eye protection all all that shit all fits in there perfectly it works Absolutely great. Specifically, I really like the zipper. I don't yeah. know if you've noticed the zipper. I'm a, I, I really look at zippers. I noticed the zipper. The zipper's great. It doesn't catch on me. It's that it's that good, thick, plastic, like durable. When you put it together, you see the teeth going together. It's not that yeah. it's not that metal one that catches shit. It's yeah. great. It's a great zipper. It's I like know that's a, very specific, and like this a, is honest. Like honest a, review. I love the zipper. It's not like a pants zipper. No. Where you have to worry about catching your dickhead in it when you get done peeing. It's not like that. You won't catch your dick in it. <laughs> you won't catch your dick. <laughs> you won't catch your dick in this zipper bag. So it's great. Really 
nice, aggressive teeth. It's awesome. And then we used the coolers this weekend, too. Fourth of July. Yeah, obviously. We went down to Des Moines, did some shooting down there, packed coolers up. Yeah. Was not the only Grizzly coolers there, either, which was great to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did a shoot with uh, Holt Kinetic Solutions. Those guys are fucking awesome, yeah. too. Not a sponsor of the show. Just good dudes. Uh, my old squad leader, Nick Rosine, he works for him. He's the fucking man. And, yeah, they're great guys. We drank some water out of there because it was hotter than fuck. Oof. Hot day. So we le- actually legitimately just drank it full of water. But we took the Grizzly, what was that, the 60 and the 20. The good handle there. one. Yeah. I carry that one. Badass. It worked great. Um, but that gear bag is fucking badass, especially for going out the range. Yeah. It's the shit. I would highly, re- highly recommend getting a Grizzly gear bag in the 40 mile. I don't have the 20 because, pff, I don't know. Bigger Why get better. the 20 when you can get the 40? I guess just for me personally, like why? Why not? Why not just go with the forty? Um, and if you want to get that bag, then you can use code WCB. Save yourself some coin, all right? And tell them who sent you. Never buy anything full price. That's, what, that's your motto. That is my motto. Put you go to secondhand stores all the time. Never you or you get a coupon code or you get something and there you go. Something. Never Listen buy anything full price. Listen to this podcast and get <laughs> yeah. some shit. And then we got Huntworth. Mm-hmm. And Huntworth, I've been rocking their Durham pants quite a bit. It's hot as fuck. And I use those, I wear those Durham pants quite a bit out in the range or scouting or whatnot. They, Huntworth, they're the shit. Like, they're just uh, good a great company, too. They they hopped on board and decided to help us out with some stuff, too. And they sent us some, sent us some gear to try out throughout the... Summer and then obviously come fall time, they're, we're going to be putting Huntworth to work out there in the woods. And they just, I mean, they helped us out a lot. When we went to Africa, they fucking, oh, yeah. we weren't I even got stuff doing from them. Shit. I loved it. We weren't even doing nothing. We no. Were, we we're nobody's fucking. Victory nobody's Drive losers. was not born. Idiots. <laughs> just going to Africa with some guys and fucking some girls and having a good time. And they sent us some clothes and they're like, hey, you guys want to go to Africa and have a good time? Well, you got to be comfortable. You got to be comfortable. comfortable. So here are some Huntworth clothing items to wear while you're in Africa. It was great. Thank you. All right. I just didn't know if you had anything else to add to that. But it was good stuff. And they're great people. And we don't have a code for them. But they are priced very well. So yeah, check them out. I approve. Check out Huntworth. Check out Grizzly. Check out the people partnering with us because they really do do a lot um, for us, and it's awesome. And they, I don't know, there's, I wouldn't be working with douchebags. No. So, yeah, there's that. And I hope everyone enjoys the episode, and let us know how it goes. (laughs) All right? Stay tuned, buckle up, have a drink, and enjoy.
You're not loud, though. This is ASMR. Talk normal. Yes. Let's say if it's loud. Whoa. It's not loud. It's loud in my ears. I can turn turn your headphone down. Yeah, do that. Blast. Sam blasting myself out right now. How does that sound, honey? Hello. Oh, much better. I'm not doing the ASMR. Ew. They do that. People fall asleep to it. People we know. Not normal people we know, but people we know. That's those are like some videos and stuff that hundred percent just make me very cranky. Yeah, I can't do it. I love the the smashing and the breaking stuff. Can you turn down just a little more? Turn down a little more? Yeah. Turn your headphones on a little more? Yeah. I could hear my spit. <laughs> I like to run mine mine a little hot. Well, so I'm also fifty percent better at hearing than you, so That's true. Yeah. That's true. How's that? I think better. Yeah. Meh. You could even go a little lower. Jeez Louise. I have good hearing. Terrible eyesight. That's why I hear so well. Much better. Let's just turn it off then. I mean I probably could do that. Yeah. No, don't. I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, you, you reached over there. Oh man. But yeah. Who this who goes to sleep to ASMR? My sister? I don't know. I actually I think she might. But she's Brenna. Kind of, she's kinda of weird with that. Well But Brenna's not normal, so No. <laughs> she doesn't listen to these either. No, but Kylie I love, does. <laughs> does she? Yeah. Hey Kylie. Kylie. No. Anyways. All the smashing ones I love. You know you'll look over at me sometimes and be like, What are you watching? Smashing ones? Oh remember that guy that was making for the meh the hydraulic meh. press? Yeah. That's not ASMR though. That's just cool. That's I would say that's in the category of ASMR. For I sure. Wouldn't. Maybe they like hashtag ASMR just because it gets some hits, but it's not like those fat ladies are like That's mukbang. Honey, that's mukbang. That's not ASMR. Listen to me eat this potato chip. That's a whole... Di- that's a fetish type thing. Mukbang. Listen to my fingernails. You need to release your mukbang. Hot dog toast. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing. All the like the uh, uh, cooking videos, they're all getting all ASMR-y too with crunching stuff. I can't stuff, do it. Well, crunching into fucking tacos and whatnot. Even... I don't like those. Even when they, you know, are making something crunchy and then they cut it and they like rub the knife or it. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't. Mm-mm. I only like that if they're like showing how crispy something is and it's just really short. I was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, real quick. But when it's it. like this whole scene, if it's not for it. Yeah, if it's built around the sound. Mm-mm. Fuck out of here, you weirdo! Mm-hmm. You weirdo! Take I mean, that, I like some weird stuff. Take it. That's to probably ASMR. I haven't. Yeah. What's the ones I, I haven't watched in a long time? You used to always ask me. It was on Snapchat. It was like on the whatever public stories. It was it wasn't like something stupid like slime, but it was something stupid kind of like that. But I can get into no some idea. stuff, but definitely not the stuff on the microphone. Whenever I'm scrolling on TikTok and I see those, and I just hear the nails and the spit. And the... Why is that? It's called mukbang. Mukbang's the eating. Oh, the eating. Yeah, fat people being slobs. Ugh. You know what I will never understand though? I haven't I haven't looked into it, but it's the category of mukbang, specifically Asian women, and they eat like a massive amount of food and they don't even like chew it. Like they'll sit there and eat like they'll have a bowl of noodles with all this food all over it and like twelve eggs and they're like 
boiled in a weird way and they just like they'll eat like all 12 eggs like basically whole one right after the other it's a very niche slurp it i mean some of the food yeah but they they eat it super fast and these tiny little asian women i'm like i know that that ain't staying where it's going there's no way no, disturbing. It's, it disturbs me a little bit. Repeat or something. Oh, same egg. I just figured they're barfing it up afterwards. Or that. I don't know. Yeah, the whole eating it is very uh, fetishy. Makes you feel mm-hmm. a little dirty mm-hmm. when you're watching it. You're like, ugh. Yeah, not for Gross. it. Gross. Nope. I don't like watching people eat in general. No. Very often. So. Matt told me one time when we were working together that I was a loud pizza eater. Like I eat pizza loud. Just pizza? Well, that's what we ate most of the time when we were at oh, work. Yeah, so. Casey's pizza. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. But were you were you trying to taste your food? Reopen no. your mouth? No, I was just freaking oh. eating like a normal person. Hmm. Closed up. What's up? I've never noticed you eating grossly. Hmm. And I'm easily perturbed by it, I'd like to think. I don't know. I don't know, I like to think he's just he's just being weird. But <clears throat> yeah, no. Um I feel like there's a little bit of an echo in here. Hmm. Do you hear that? You probably don't hear that because you don't have your headphones up very high. <laughs> They're basically anymore, off. So But uh so we are running very low on energies right now because we just went to Valley Fair. Yes. I'm sitting here looking time. like a lobster. It's your birthday week. It's my birthday week. It's a big so, one. It is. Entering a new decade. Mm-hmm. The 3.0. <clears throat> version of Ashley. Ashley 3.0. There. I like that. That's pretty sick. It is. It just came to me. That's a good way to think about it. I look at it as um, just <clears throat> meaning getting into your crusty years, you know? I feel it. Yeah. I feel like I've been in my 20s for multiple... T- I, I feel like I turned 20 so long ago and i hope my 30s feel like that yeah well i mean your 20s is a very uh it's a very pivotal time in a person's life i thought it'd go by faster they're no longer you're no longer teenager but you're not really all you're also not really uh looked at as a real adult no you're not really no you're not really looked as looked at as a real adult until you're Really in your 30s, honestly. Then people are like, okay, yeah. I was going to say 25, but no. no. You're probably right. Full-fledged adulthood is like 30. I still don't want to be when I grow up. No. <laughs> Try not this cop thing. See how that goes. See yeah. where that takes me in life. How's that been going? It's been going good. I should know. I mean, but let's just pretend yeah. like I don't know. I wish it was, uh, you know, so I'm a reserve. So I'm basically... Rent-a-cop. Rent-a-cop. <laughs> You can call me that. Um, you know, I, it's funny. We were doing some training the other day, and uh, the guys were from all over the counties. And I was talking with some of them, and they were like, yeah, we were we were talking about you earlier. I was like, oh, great. They're like, no, just that we were talking about reserves and how that, that's kind of a dead thing, it seems like, in a lot of places. And one of our guys, he's like, well, not here, you know. They're, they're the fill-ins for us. They're the part-time deputies. Because so many reserves in different counties, they they don't even give them a gun. You know, they don't go through training. They give them a collared shirt and some nice pants, and they help with the parades and the funerals and the fairs. Really? And it's just extra security. Most of them are like that. 
from what I've gathered from talking with people, even even when I had to go through all my training modules for reserve training, um, that was the majority of what it was. They didn't get guns. They didn't go through all this training. They were at that class just to check off the box, but they didn't they weren't getting time on the road. They didn't get to go out by themselves. They're not patrolling the county. Like never? They never went out by themselves? No. Really? They no. always had to be with another cop? Yeah. They weren't. So, yeah. Um, I'm super thankful because I don't I don't think I would have really done this otherwise. Um, you know, I got into the reserve program because I applied to be full-time and I failed because <laughs> I was not in shape. And uh, we haven't had a full time since then. Um, we do not have a revolving door at our department, and it's a small department. There's seven seven full time guys, so there's actually three of us reserves. Uh, the other two guys they have full time jobs, they have families, and everything like that. So they work a lot of the first shifts on the weekends when the full time guys want to take off or somebody's gone on vacation. I've kind of <clears throat> been more geared towards whenever there's an open shift. Even if there's another deputy on, but they could use some somebody else on that shift, I'm, I'm taking it if I can, even if it's not completely necessary, because I want that time on the road. Um, I like hunting down stuff, trying well, to. Yeah, because I mean, when you're when you're not doing it consistently, it's really easy mm-hmm. to fall out of practice. Yes, and when I look at the schedule and I'm like, you know, I only got four shifts this month for reserve. It's a little sad, but they, they pop up and we're, you know, in the time when people are taking vacations or got a lot of stuff going on. So they've been a lot more frequent. You know, last week I took a whole full-time guys rotation. So, um, and I loved it that week. It's, it's a hard schedule at home. It's hard, but when I'm out there, it's great. I love that repetition. I love talking about what happened the night before and how that was you know, a successful thing and how now we're looking for this or, you know, even getting like working a case when you, you're just there here and there, you don't get that, you know, you're not, you don't see what's going on in the day-to-day basis in the County or whatever town it is. So yeah, yeah. you're not really ever getting that like debrief kind of deal. You're not really um, sharing a whole lot of information because right. uh, you're only going to be on for a yeah. night and then you're going to be off for Another week. Another week or two or yeah. whatever, however, however long it is. I am fortunate because, um, you know, between the jail and working on the road, I'm there very frequently. And so I still know what's going on. I'm not completely out of the loop because when I'm at the jail, I know what's going on and what the guys have been up to and what they're finding and stuff like that. But yeah, no, it's it's fun. It's It's definitely the most appealing and interesting work I've done. Yeah. I'm so drawn to it. I mean, I don't ever dread a shift ever. Well, it's, it's different. Every, every shift is different and you're always encountering new things and it's not, it doesn't really, it's not a, it's not an office job. It's not a job where you just get to go sit there and get bored for six hours a day. Yes. Six out of your eight hours, maybe. Maybe you have a couple hours of um, being kind of exciting. Like, when you're out there being a cop, <clears throat> so, excuse me, I've been screaming a lot today. Uh, <laughs> when you're out there being a cop, you got to be attentive and be present in the, in the, while you're there and everything. So, mm-hmm. well, everything's always different. I've done the office job, I did it a couple times. It's like I was, I kept going back to it because I was good at it. I was good at banking, I was good at, 
working at the co-op and, you know, doing grain marketing. Like I was good at stuff once I learned it. And that's something I've always, even if I don't like something, even if I dread it, I still, if it's my job or something that's needed, I try and be the best I can at it. So I kept going back to these office jobs. I was just like, I fucking hate it. Like I, it would be so exciting at the beginning. And I, I always felt this last office job I left. I had the best boss. She was incredible. And she was the only reason that I was so sad to leave because I didn't think she deserved it because I was leaving her in kind of a, I mean, she was gonna have to fill my spot and it was her and I at this office. And, uh, but I always felt kind of bad because when I, when I took that job, um, she, she straight up asked me because I had worked for that bank before years prior. And she's like, you know, you left, you know, like what's changed and everything. I'm like, you know, yeah, I was in my early 20s and kind of trying to figure out what I want to do. And I think I've kind of came for full circle. And this is a great opportunity. And when I was here before, I was kind of low on the totem pole. And this position is, you know, higher up in what I wanted to do. And I, you know, I talked myself into it, too. I'm like, I'm going to enjoy this better. You know, it's it's more responsibilities. It's it's more things to do. It's, you know, at the time it was loans and accounts. And it wasn't just, you know. But no, I, I got Two months into it, I'm like, oh, dang it. Fuck this job. I shouldn't have done this. And I couldn't. And I, I stuck it out for over a year after that. And Well, that was your MO for a long time. You know, when you're trying to find your, kind of trying to find your place, you know, you give it a year. Yep. If you don't, if That's... you still despise it after a year, then you're going to start looking for something else. And I, I've had that asked, you know, in job interviews, when they look at my resume, I mean, I don't ever fudge anything on it. It's honest. And that is that is kind of nothing oh. i don't lie on my resume i don't lie but when when i'm when i'm writing up a resume i don't put that i worked at mcdonald's for two weeks because <laughs> <So. that's, laughs> i don't think they want to know that well that's what i mean like i'm not I'm not lying but i'm not putting every single job reference i have because i worked at mcdonald's for two yeah. fucking weeks well that was like when you were so. like what 19 yeah but i went to afghanistan like shortly after so i was a i was <laughs> i was a big boy i was a big boy i was a big boy <laughs> No, but yeah, no. Well, yeah. So they would, you know, they'd look at my resume and it it has been brought up, you know, it's like, okay, you know, over the last four years, you've had three different companies you worked for three different jobs and they all differ, Mm -hmm. you know, from banking to agriculture. I'm like, I'm just trying to figure out what I love. So you tell them fucking ain't right, dude. All those jobs sucked ass. Don't don't make this fucking job suck. Right. I'll stay here. All right. I was always honest. I was like, yeah, I'm, and that's how I would spell it out too. Cause you know, we've talked about it so many times. You've talked about it here on the podcast. There's this, uh, American dream, like facade that was created how many years ago, but the older generation looks at us and thinks that we should keep doing it, that you find a job right, you know, as young as you can with good insurance, good benefits, and a good 401k, and you never fucking leave that job. You stick it out because that is your future. What? Your future from, what, 65 to hopefully 80, 85? And uh, I've never believed that, and I don't think you should be miserable at a job, and I think that there is something out there for you, and you know everybody's unique. And to some people, an office job is that. Oh, yeah. It is. Especially in this They're so happy. Like I, I, I sp- say sp- specifically about areas like this, like where it's a uh, you know small town, r- rural areas, and you know yeah, it's hard to find good, r- really good jobs because generally, generally when people 
find good jobs in areas like this, they do stick it out forever because what else is there? It's not a well, city. And a lot of a them lot treat of you stuff. well. And they do treat you well. And yeah. It's like, and uh, it's just that's a, the dream of a lot of people in these areas because they grow up and they go to school and maybe they go to college and live a little in college or maybe they move away and get some experience doing that. Come and then back. they come back and they're like, the, the goal is to always come back to this area because they're, they're basically training their whole their whole life to work in a certain job in a, in this area and mm-hmm. stick it out and do that thing until they're until retirement, you know, mm-hmm. but it's just not, I don't know. It's just one of those things where like I look at it and I know you do too. We talk about this shit all the <laughs> fucking time where it's just like the job I'm working at now. I, I do love my job. Like it's a great job, but it's, it's just not, it's not challenging. It doesn't, it's not interesting, but it's, it is good. Like it's pretty fulfilling, like helping people out and especially people that, you know, it's internet and phones and shit. And when shit breaks, you know, people will realize how important internet it is. And they're like, Oh my gosh. And it's nice going there and fixing it and helping people out. But it's not like, it's not a job where you go to work every day. Like, Oh man, I'm going to learn something new today. Or mm-hmm. I'm going to really, I'm really going to test myself today on this, at this job. It's not that like I, I've been there for a little over a year and I know pretty much everything I need to know. Like mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about the networking side of things, but I don't really need to cause I'm not a networking technician. Yeah. I'm just a fucking installation technician kind of deal. So I don't know. It's just, there's not really much else to learn unless I want to go to college for networking and really stick myself in that area. And then maybe I can become the super supervisor, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, then- it's not a goal of mine. Like, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's, it, it, it makes a- me feel ungrateful. In like a fucking dirt bag, kind of. But at the same time, it's like I'm not going to quit just to quit by any means because it, it is a good job. But, you know, something really badass opens up, then, you know, I'm not afraid to... No. I'm not afraid to take that jump and do something exciting. And I definitely think it's a... It's a... It's a not like a personality thing, but there are some people where that's all they want. I mean, they are so, and if you're happy doing that, if you're happy having a job, that's just a job, you learn everything about that job. There's nothing more to learn. And you're an expert at that one thing, whether it's an office, that's great. That's Mm -hmm. what you should do then. You know, there's, but you and I are kind of our personalities. The way we look at things is, yeah, we like to be challenged. We like to learn new things all the time. We neither your your MO has kind of been like I'm not a well, it's on your description. I'm not an expert at one thing. Oh yeah. But you know a lot what well, your toolbox. Yeah. That you, you did that on the podcast with Jordan. I really liked that. You were talking about well, the way I look at it is you can be a toolbox and you can have one or two really expensive ass tools in there that are great and do the job. Or you can have a toolbox full of harbor freight stuff. They all work. <laughs> you know? And I loved that little metaphor there because yeah i mean i love learning new things all the time and being challenged and not bored and sometimes i think we're easily bored yeah yeah. but we're always reaching for the neck you know we're just eager right and this stuff helps obviously like yeah podcast and um you getting into videography and all that shit like that does that kind of stuff does help because i do think that there's never this is you know, it's like kind of the same. We're all sitting. We're just I'm sitting here talking to people for an hour or two, maybe if it goes long, three or whatnot. 
you know, but it is, it's awesome talking to people and just getting their perspective on things. <clears throat> and Oh, it's storming. Oh, shit, dude. But it, <sighs> it's, that's what's awesome about this whole podcast thing with, uh, you know, working class guys and everyone else. It's so fun because it does keep things uh, interesting. It, mm-hmm. This gives us, uh, I guess, I don't know, goal, a lot more goals. Mm-hmm. Very much goal oriented, yeah. trying to build this thing up to be something awesome for not just us, but for everyone listening too. Like it's this is my goal in all of this is to have a cool little spot for like gun people and veterans mm-hmm. and police and everyone and all for responses and everyone that supports that kind of stuff. Like have a nice area for them to come to and listen and have a good time and not feel judged for maybe not fitting into society's changing ways of mm-hmm. you know i don't know you know what i'm talking about i think you and i both we love june's over but you know what i'm talking about yeah and i think you and i both we love a good difference of opinion like we're we're strong in some of our opinions but i love listening to people who don't think the same or agree on the same things and yeah, like Shane when he when we had him on. Gosh, that was such a good podcast. Talk about you're not big on doing no. drugs and, and shrooms said, and stuff, but it's interesting to listen to. It was to. so wild listening to that one. How he has this full like shroom retreat where you go fight fight your inner demons. Like yeah. I compared it to the Yellowstone episode where he goes out with the freaking Indians and they shoot some shit up his nose and then he like faces all his traumas. That's what I kept imagining when Shane was talking about this. But yeah, I I still love. I don't know. I just I love hearing differences, opinions. I don't like fighting about them. I don't like that. I mean, we don't have to agree on things. There's certain things worth fighting for, but not yes. everything needs to be a no. fight. You know, and I just, love hearing and, people's and that's opinions. The thing too. Like Shane will never, he'll never fight with you about it and be like, "You have to do shrooms." In your order life to, will you need be to better. Accept, you need to accept this because it'll make <laughs> your life better. It'll enhance you, and you need to do it. You think I do that? Like, hey, it's here. Yeah, and it's a thing. That we should be able to use. Mm-hmm. We can't use it as widely as maybe we want to or whatnot. But the way he's doing it is awesome because it's legal. He's doing it in an area where it's legal. So, and it's all Safe controlled. environment. It's controlled. Yep. You know, so it's great. Like, I, don't, I would never just grab a bag of shrooms and go sit with my buddies and be like in the basement. Let's see what happens. Let's fucking eat all these shrooms and just... Wait to see what happens. Some sandwich bread and some cheese. What? I got some sandwich bread and some cheese. What the hell? Don't people make sandwiches out of them? Because they taste like shit. Because they literally grow on shit. So you make a sandwich, a shroom sandwich. You know more about than I do. (laughs) I don't know. know. Maybe that's completely false. I have no idea. Anybody out there? (laughs) Shrooms? How do you eat them? If I'm gonna eat shrooms, I'm just gonna eat them like a Viking. You know, like oh yeah, Vikings just pass the bowl. They grow in shit, doesn't that? Don't you want some to mask that? They grow around shit. You told they, me. I don't think they grow out of the pie. It's like, where do they grow? The how do you grow shrooms? Under cow sh- shit. We have some cow patties in our. Uh, no, but how do, how do they come to be? How do you I, plant them? The earth. So it's a certain kind of mushroom. How did grass come to be? No, I know, but like you these mushrooms, like I don't know what kind of mushrooms it is that you take that people take recreationally. So how how. How do you get them? Find them. 
and then what google scan them get, is this a hallucinogenic <laughs> shroom or is yeah. this one gonna kill me how do you get chanterelles and morels well you know you find them so it's a certain kind that people go look for yeah this rain right now is crazy yeah we might, this is some asmr shit right here yeah it Just is listen to this rain you guys probably can't hear patter on our metal roof we live in a shed no we don't i know we do have metal our roof. garage has a tin roof yeah does our house yeah our house has well, a tin roof. metal yeah there you go it's not like, <laughs> so it's not shingles it's not, like, it's not like aluminum no no <laughs> wow but uh <laughs> 280 yeah, right, together. No, shrooms good. roof rain Holy fuck are we on shrooms <laughs> did we take some shrooms no there? i got some casey's wine it was 11.99 it's pretty good i'm drinking old milwaukee's uh light beer tasted old like light had one last night tasted like high school Tastes like stealing yeah, some beer wherever we could find it from it's whoever's old man's garage fridge. God knows how old it was. Mm-hmm. But uh, what we were talking about before, let's get back on track here. All right, actually. all right, all right, um, all right, all right. Yeah, goals, opportunities, opportunities. Getting after it. Let's go. Um, yeah, but yeah. The podcast, everything's going really, really well. And you know, obviously, take this time for a second here. Thank you guys for all listening and all the support. It's been awesome. You guys mm-hmm. are the shit. But uh, going back to like videography and stuff, you're starting to get really into that, even though it's yes. just you're still just on the old phone. Hey. And that. But it gets it takes some nice, really good-looking videos and shit. But we're really looking to up our game a little bit. We just are about to launch. Um, Kurt teased it a little bit, but we're about to... Sorry. That was not Thunder. That was just Ashley. <laughs> that was me. But we're, Kurt teased it a little bit. And we're going to launch um, our own playlist, the Victory Drive playlist on Working Class Bowhunters um, YouTube. YouTube. I am so excited for this. We got some this. videos already ready we, to go. In we the started, yeah, we started filming this first spring. 60 degree day in spring. Went out to the range. We're like, let's go shoot some shit and we'll film it. Let me tell you, we didn't. I, st- I mean, I still don't know what the hell I'm doing, but that day did not know what the hell I was doing. Bought a $20 tripod from Amazon, kept falling over, but, and everybody- bought two of them, actually, on accident. Yeah. So I bought one, and you bought yeah. one. Yeah. You're like, oh. Whoopsies. The one I bought, I think, is better. It's way better. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we took them out that day, and I don't know, we might be the only ones that think it's funny as hell, but every time we watch it, we freaking are l- cracking up. It's just- I don't know. It's funny because Jacob watches way more YouTube, you know, outdoors and shooting guns and all. I don't watch that and everything. And so let me tell you, I have no idea how to edit. I, I had taught myself how to edit on TikTok. I'm like, oh, I'm an editor. I can do this. And then I don't know shit about Instagram or how to edit on there or anything like that. So then um, got on the old Google. I'm like, oh, well, our lab, we have iMovie. So I got an iMovie. And, well, I guess my first video was actually the Africa music video. Yeah, that's what sparked it all. Yeah. And that's already out. That's on yeah. the working class. Go watch it. It's, it's it's good. It's got like 500 views. It's not that so. great, but it's good. And it's so good. It it's only really took good. me like so, 30 hours because I didn't know quick, what I was doing. The reason why I made that wasn't as, that specific video, especially, was mainly just for like us. Yeah. Like, we was made I had a vision. Like, hey, this will be a really cool recap of the whole Africa hunting experience in a fun music video type format. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking really good, I thought. Dang. I thought it went really well. And uh, that's kind of what started it all. And you're like, this is really fun. Mm-hmm. And 
kind of started just talking like, yeah, well, start filming more shit and getting into that and the editing thing. And you started really falling in love with that. Yeah. So that's why, we, and that's another reason why we went to the range in the spring just to see how it was. Yeah. And how what, it went. We, we just set the fucking phone, the phone up on the tripod and started fucking around. Yep. I think it turned out great. It was super windy that day. We have no mics on. Um, yeah, but I think it's great. And since then, we've gone out and yeah, we've we've got quite the lineup of videos. I'm super excited about. I hope people like them as much as we do. I mean, I think they're super entertaining to watch. Um, you know, and some good gun reviews on there too. And just it kind of goes along with your podcast. Like you're not going to sit there and listen to some guy talk about tips and tricks in one solid low voice about this gun and what it does right. like we took it out we shot it like oh i like this about it oh okay this is kind of weird let's work through this nope th- okay i really don't like this about this gun a lot of the um review videos we've been doing is because uh a lot of the gun review um guys out there they go out they you know they get a gun they put a thousand plus rounds through it and do a really in-depth break it down for you what every, everything about that gun what they the pros and cons, what they like and don't like about it. We've been going out there and just just um, shooting first reaction shots mm-hmm. and having fun, having a good time, and basically talking shit on it or and giving it praise when there's good things about it. Yeah. Something too crazy. If you guys want more like specific, in-depth gun reviews, we can do that. But it's just there's so many other people out there that's doing that already. Yeah. And we just want to keep things light and fun and entertaining. They're so funny. And uh <laughs> There's some good, good stuff. Time. Oh my gosh. Like when I'm sitting there and editing and like the one of you and Jordan, I was crying laughing to myself. Like I could not hold it in. It was that was my favorite one to edit because I just felt like I had gold and I'm like, if other people don't find this funny, like I don't know what, but it is so good. And even like, so, you know, Charlie has one that's going to be coming out. You know, she was watching us film these and, you know, she comes out and shoots with us and watches us and she's really, she's 10. So her interest is really starting to spark and she thinks it's cool. And so she got to take hers out and do her own review video. And And it's really cool seeing that because it's, uh, the only way this stuff keeps going is if we get the next generation mm -hmm. involved and having fun with it, you know, it's not a... You know, she's not going to, maybe she will, but she's not going to, she's not going out there and shooting because she wants to, she has any type of goals of being a, you know, competition shooter or anything like that, or even a hunter at this point. She's just going out there having fun with her dad and making a little cute video. Yeah. Because, yeah, she's seen us doing it and she's like, that looks like fun. I want to do that. It's so fun watching her too in that video. Like she missed some shots. And she doesn't like missing her shots. And I think there's one clip on there where she's just like, oh, I'm just not in my game today. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we've all been there. It's all right. Yep. Yeah. I think it's going to be really good. Um, yeah. Now that now that we're going to start, you know, putting these videos out. Because they're just too good. They're too fun to make. And I have so much fun editing them. And I think other people will enjoy them. It's like, we got we to gotta keep doing this. This is, this is great. It's a lot of fun. We have... Several guns, obviously. I don't even know how many we have. And then we, we have a lot have, of friends. Yeah, we don't have that many guns. We've got a safe full, but it's not like we have a shit ton of guns. No. Which is unfortunate yeah. for us. It's It grows every year. <laughs> I don't think that's unfortunate. Yeah. 
And then, you know, we've got a lot of friends with guns. So, and then also the range where we go shoot, um, he has his own gun shop and you've been, you've known him since you were just a young tyke. Yeah. Right. 20 years now, I guess. Well, 21 years. Since I met him when I was, yeah, I met him when I was like 11. Hmm. I joined the Alamo Scouts and he was in, um, second in command of the Alamo Scouts at the time, which is unfortunate that's disbanded now. Alamo Scouts? Yeah. Since when? Since he couldn't get insurance. So you have to carry so much, um, so many millions of dollars worth of insurance in order to um, do it. And they, insurance companies are like, you want kids to go out and learn how to shoot guns <sighs> and carry guns around and you want to teach them like military type tactics and all this other shit? Like, okay, well, you're either A, not insurable, or B, we'll insure you, but it's going to be an ungodly amount of money a year. So it's unfortunate that they had they I had to disband it. Yeah, yeah. Because is so this uh, is like as of this year. Yeah, because they were in the parade and everything last year. Yep. Yeah. So that it is, is is fucking so unfortunate. unfortunate. That's, uh, that's the bullshit with uh, those types of rules and stuff. But how many years has Alamo sure, Scouts been a thing? Oh, forever. Ah, fucking. I don't know. Galen retired out of the army. Came back home and basically started the Alamo Scouts. I want to say, I mean, the 90s at some point, probably. But, yeah, it's been around forever. It was a fucking awesome deal. I did it. We did rappelling and slide for life and winter um, winter camp and summer camp and learned marksmanship training. All sorts of fun shit. Mm -hmm. We had to do POW, like fake POW raids and stuff. We carried real guns with loaded with blanks. Mm -hmm. We'd have little firefights with each other and shit and it was awesome it was a fucking blast and learned a lot of really good shit not tying survival training is is fucking amazing especially for a young young boy but well, i mean now there's not there hasn't been that many young boys that are interested in doing something difficult like that either though and if they want to do something difficult then they're in sports or whatnot esports i'm yeah. sorry i rag on that so bad we have such a great school I cannot get on board with the esports being in. I just, I think you think a little differently than I do about it. To an extent. Ugh, yeah. I hate it. I think it's, uh, at my first gut reaction was, this is silly. And my second reaction was, well, I don't know, because it is kind of cool that they're getting introduced into stuff like that. Like, it's esports, it's gaming, right? So they're playing video games as an extracurricular at school now, Ugh. which it sounds really silly, but it's like, if you see how much money some of these people make on Twitch and how much money they can make in like major league gaming, it's kind of ridiculous. So do I think it's kind of silly? Yeah. Do I want to support more kids living a sedentary life? Yeah. No, oh. I don't, but it is cool that they're kind of going that route a little bit and getting kids that were, they weren't going to be in fucking football or wrestling anyways. A lot of those kids weren't. So it's not like they're really worry, missing out. Well, it's like, even with Charlie, we told her we like, we've tried all the sports. She's at the age where new ones are coming up. She's got bands and all these other sport opportunities, but we had her try all these things. And I just feel like, what if there's like, well, you have to do something. You need to do a sport. Well, I'm going to do esports. where it's like, okay. maybe you would try something else. No, I, kind of on topic with that i just saw this crazy video the other day 
And it was this, I don't know, he was, I think he was in his late twenties and he was in the gym with his trainer and his trainer wanted to point out these stretch marks on his back, on his lower back, kind of over his spine. And he went in depth and the comment section on it was crazy. And it was other people like, yes, we're seeing this more, but he had stretch marks on his back. He said, we are seeing this more and more and more in kids who in younger years live a very you know, sedentary life of sitting and gaming and not being active when they're going through those growth spurts. And then when they get into their 20s or whatever age, and then they start getting into the gym and then they start, you know, getting active, they're getting these stretch marks. Oh, it's just crazy to me. They're getting literal (laughs) stretch marks. I mean, and this guy was in great shape too. I mean, and he was never obese or anything like that. But because he was sitting, literally sitting so much during his growth spurts as an adolescent that he is, he has these, and they were big. Like, I mean, it wasn't like we were like looking, like it was a long stretch of them on his lower back. And he said, we're seeing this more and more and more now. And that's why. Damn. Well, and that just pisses me off. You look, just, look around a lot of like high school age kids right now. A lot of them have extraordinarily bad posture. Mm. Like their shoulders are all hunched up, like aren't well. We've seen all the videos. That's yeah, what's going to happen. Their, their shoulders are all hunched up. Their back is bowed. <laughs> They're kind of fucking hunchback. They got the Damon. bump on their neck. The big fat stupid bump on their neck because they're constantly looking down on their phone or whatever else. And they're not. They're not sitting up straight. No. They're not doing. They're not doing much. And you don't realize when you're doing these things when you're on your phone, like. We kind of realized in our generation because we were, we didn't grow up with these cell phones. No, we didn't grow up with this shit. We had no Kias. I had fucking. I had to ask my parents for more texting. And they're like, no, yeah, We had limited texting. I was allowed like a hundred texts per month. Yeah, I remember getting unlimited minutes, texting, and it was 500 like five hundred minutes per month. You had to call after nine p.m. because yeah, it's free. Right. Yep. Yep. And Kids don't. It's one of those, yeah. We're, we so sound we're like our grandparents, limited. but yeah. And then our parents, yeah, they had fucking snail mail, and that was it, you know. So I remember dad told me when he uh, went to pick up mom for their first day, I think he went to drove to McIntyre. Like, they had a plan, like, they met, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, yeah, pick me up at six on this day. He's like, okay, what, what's your address? Here's, your, here's, here's my address. And dad had to leave with plenty of time to spare. To get to McIntyre to find the house to pick mom up for Couldn't put the in date, the GPS. You know? Couldn't put in the GPS. Had to just know had like to find okay. Her. Had to go ask around like, hey, where the fuck is McIntyre at? You know, I think you know where McIntyre is at, but it's like you had to actually fucking know things and had to go there and show up at six to yeah. pick up mom for a date. And it wasn't like it wasn't like, oh hey, here's my number. Like, mm-hmm. Text me. Mm-hmm. They didn't have fucking texting. Send me your address. Landmines. Put on my GPS. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I know every generation goes through this. Yes. It's something in every generation, but I really hate, and I'm sure everyone said this, but the phones and the technology and kids not getting out and being kids and playing and being outside and getting dirty and, you know, finding interest, being alone with their thoughts outside. I just... It is every generation. You're right. It is every generation that shit changes and shifts. And the previous generation's like, man, fuck these kids. They're dumb and lazy. But this is different. This is significantly different because 
it's so it's changing so drastically. Like just think of the past. Okay, think of the past ten years. Okay, real quick. Let's start this. Think of the past five years. How much shit has changed? Technology. Everything. Oh yeah. Society. COVID. Technology. Everything. In the past five years, it's mm-hmm. fucking changed exponentially. We had a pandemic that kept everyone at home for two plus years, and. So the past five years, shit got real fucking wacky with the mm-hmm. economy, society, and everything. In the past 10 years, a lot of shit's changed in technology. And then in the past 20 years, like when we were kids, yeah. and it's fucking, it's insane to think about how much shit has changed. Like we had video games, but not like this. And we had phones, but not like this. Like it's just... Such a drastic change. And then you think about the past hundred years, it's fucking insane how fast. But the previous thing back like two hundred years. Let's go back to well, it's Independence Day. Let's th- go back to seventeen seventy six. How much has shit changed from seventeen seventy six to eighteen seventy six? Not a fucking lot. They were still shooting like muskets and shit. Yep. Like it was that hundred year gap there. Oh, shit changed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Things got better, obviously. Not but not so drastic. Then you think of 1876 to 1976. Holy shit fucking wild. shit. Holy fucking 40s, shit. 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. And all that change happened within the past, like, if you think about that 100-year span, mm-hmm. a lot of shit changed within the past, like, the, the last, like, 10 years or so, from, like, the 60s to 70s. Yep. Holy fuck. And then you look at the 70s to 80s, holy shit, 80s and 90s. Then you bring the 90s. 90s and 2000s, 2000s and 2010s, like shit has just been fucking ramping up and ramping up mm-hmm. and ramping up. It's insane how fast everything's been changing. And society's not, I don't think society is ready for all this change. I don't think society was especially ready for global communication. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. That's crazy. Yep. It's pretty wild. I, I mean, can send a message to Chris Palos in South Africa yeah. right now. And he'll get it. And he'll right get now. it right now. And he'll be like, what's Literally. up? Literally. I can send, uh, send him a WhatsApp message and be like, what's up, dude? And he'd be like, what's up? I'm fucking sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. But still, it's insane. It is. You know, kids now even, and like, I always, I always cringe a little when I say this because I know every generation does this. Every generation does it. But, you know, kids don't even have to go grocery shopping and sit through an hour of their mom checking their list because guess what i don't even have to go through that anymore i put in my walmart order on my phone and i go sit and i pick it up that's grocery shopping now it's you know it is so much has changed and not just that but um when we went out as a family and i was being a little fucking asshole my parents had to actually talk to me yeah calm me down and parent me and be like Hey, motherfucker, quit being a dick. Yeah. And then my dad would smack me in the butt or something, you know. Parents actually had to talk to their kids and they had to get them to calm down and they had to teach them how, how to how to act. Now, we saw it at fucking that Mexican restaurant. Oh. Some kids were playing, right. running around playing, having fun, giggling, and it was really nice. Honestly, like they the workers' being, they, kids. Yeah, the workers. Yeah, kids. they weren't being loud and obnoxious. They were just playing. They were literally just playing, playing around, having a good time in a big open area in being, the back, and being cute kids, fucking laughing and giggling. And then the mom was like, "Hey, stop! Stop it! Knock it off! Go sit down! Grab the phone! She go watch! Told yeah, them, go, go sit down and phone. watch sit the down phone! And watch the phone! Like crushed it! Just cr- I mean, these kids were 
probably what four and six something around that two girls and they weren't they weren't being rowdy and it was we were at a mexican restaurant it was pretty clear it was like a family-owned place you know the kids come in when the mom's working the shift and everything and we you know we've had that you know we've had the same mexican restaurant all those girls grew up there and yeah and they weren't they were literally giggling they were they were having fun they were just playing with each other and it was just crushed just right in front just crushed go watch watch the the phone phone. that fucking babysitter of a fucking phone phone. when yeah when parents do oh it 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 grinds my gears i hate it so much because yeah it's there's so many things wrapped up in it and every parent can say yeah it is nice when when you're at home and a lot's been going on and maybe you know the kid goes and watches tv for a little bit it is it's a break you know it's a babysitter but then it it just goes further but, and further and further and it's like just yeah. do this it's the babysitter i don't want to teach you this stuff miss rachel will i don't want to teach you this so watch this i don't want to deal with you right now watch anything mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck go do that and i hate it i hate yeah. it so much it's fucking wild and that's what i'm talking about where this generation is different because we weren't able to that wasn't a technology that was even available to children um what 20 years ago no right yeah it wasn't even available to sesame children. street was the best thing that was yeah if 20 you, minute segment in the mornings if you wanted to watch tv you still had to be at your house and you had to time it do you, you remember do you it, remember yeah. like missing a show oh fuck when the bus got late, was late to my house and I missed dragon ball fucking z <laughs> yes. are you shitting me right now <laughs> i Sailor was Moon. enraged <laughs> I was so mad. I would jump off the bus and go running. I'm like, it's four oh fucking five. Are you kidding me? And I'd get there just in just just in time for me powering up to Super Saiyan or shooting a Kamehameha oh. or something stupid like that. I'm like, oh my god, I thought I missed it. Oh shit, because it always ended on a fucking nail biting situation. Like, and next week on Dragon Ball yeah. Z. Ah! For 10 minutes. I'm like, hell yeah. Then he's going to go fucking Super Saiyan. It's going to be wild and Frieza's crazy. Got, Frieza ain't got shit. Ain't got shit. I don't know awesome. Dragon Ball Z. Sailor Moon. Oh, I watched the fuck I got out with. Yeah. Oh, I loved me some Sailor Moon. Loved it. I'd also stay up late and watch Adult Swim. I watched like, oh, the fucking oh, really body. brutal shit. Like oh, Inuyasha. No. Fucking I don't know what that is. Anime. I grew up Christian. We didn't have cable. Yeah. I grew up Christian too, but I'd fucking stay up late. And Sorry, watch, I grew watch up watch anime, Southern, on, fucking, on, on, oh, on Adult Swim, and I don't watch anymore because I'm an adult and I grew out of it. Like a, like every adult like should. Adult. Real adults don't watch anime. Jordan already made that clear. But when you're a kid, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I watch some fucking wild shit. Like hell yeah, dude. And Yasha's gonna fucking get crazy and start slashing shit. My wildest stuff because I grew up Southern Baptist, very strict for for a period of my life. Not the whole thing. So I wasn't completely messed up. But for a very... It was ridiculous. So we didn't... I remember we didn't have cable. And for a while, we got rid of our TV altogether. But we had... I can't remember the name of it. If I asked my mom, she would say it right. But where we lived, there was like a satellite Christian radio thing. And it had like, I don't know, six channels. And it was like Christian music videos, which was awesome because I remember at the time Skillet was on there and like Evanescence before Evanescence were like, no, we're not really Christian. And our church was like, no to Evanescence. I was crushed. Crushed. Creed was the worst thing ever. Creed. Creed? Oh, Creed was a no-go. Why? Oh, Creed. 
all about it. I will never forget that argument in our church and our youth group. Creed was stomped into the ground. And I remember, what's wrong with Creed? Creed. They're cool. It's the coolest music I listen to. Creed was like, Jeremy's born. Yeah. Born. No. Was that Creed? No. That's Pearl Jam. No. Creed Creed was a little harder. Creed was like, no, Creed wasn't hard. I mean, for, okay. Sing a song by Creed. I don't even know any. Oh, I just I, oh, yeah, I can literally picture the banished. album cover though. The album cover was like the gray like night setting. I can't remember. If, it wasn't a cross on the front. It was this big argument: is Creed a Christian band or not? And then they finally came out and they they were like, "We're not a Christian band." And we're so a band of Christians. So yeah, they were like, "We believe in God." And all, no, that's not enough. If you're not, not enough. if you're not thinking about God. It is unholy. I don't give a fuck if you're a Christian or not. If you're not singing about him, then get out of my church. Yeah, pretty right? much. So, yeah, I remember that. And then there was a time where we, we got, like, regular TV and stuff like that. But I was so um, sheltered on what I could listen to. Nothing secular for many years in my life. Um, I, I specifically remember I had a sleepover at my friend Savannah's house. And she was allowed to do kind of whatever. And it was so fun going there. And she was listening. So I did not grow up Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. Because obviously I wasn't allowed to listen to that shit. Yeah, because they're Satan worshippers. Yeah. Boys and, boys and dancing, dancing. And oh my gosh. Their hips. They're like fucking Elvis and Carnage. Justin Timberlake. And I remember she had a little TV in her room, which I thought was the craziest thing. I was like, oh my God, you found a TV in your room? We barely have one in our house. Did she have a VCR though? It was it was yes. it a combo yeah it was in the tv tv vcr combo so she was justine had tv vcr combo too and we'll oh, spoil that i was say she was the only one wasn't she because you <laughs> she would always was. go you'd always go watch what in it what movie neither roxbury yes or bring it on i watched it neither the roxbury first time with you yeah fucking ruled. sorry back to my story so <laughs> <laughs> we could, this is our conversations in real life yeah um she was playing a back. I don't know. If it was Backstreet Boys. They were in sync. And I remember like telling her like, I can't. I was such a good kid. Oh my gosh. I look back. I'm like, what the hell? Why did I do all that? She was like, I told her, I was like, I can't. I'm not allowed to listen. And she's like, it's fine. I'm like, no, I'm really not allowed to listen to it. And she talked to me and she's like, it's literally, and I, we're, we're like eight years old. And she's like, it's, it's fine. Like you're at my house. You're in my room. Like, it's fine. Like, what are you going to do? Leave the room? I'm like, well, I guess you're right. I'll never forget Then I got picked up and I got caught in Savannah's room listening to this. And oh, man. You guys might as well have been making out, huh? Is oh, my bad? gosh. I think I was grounded for so long. I got in so much trouble. Oh, my goodness. She was like, you got to go to the other room. And you didn't have to. You can't listen to that. It's so bad. 20 lashes with the Jesus whip. Watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> I never. So you were eight, you said, right? Yeah, ish. I, yeah, ish. I think I started listening to Slipknot when I was like ten. <laughs> I will. Yeah. I specifically it was like remember 1998. So I was born ninety one. Yeah, that's where I when I started listening because it was right around when uh, Iowa came out. That was it ninety eight. No, I think that was oh one. So yeah, Sixth I remember. Grade, I'm fucking. People equal shit. People equal shit. <laughs> and you're like, I can't even listen to the Backstreet's back. Oh my gosh. All the church songs I'll never forget. Well, and I specifically remember too. So I, and we lived in Eastern Kentucky. So like radio stations, there was like four. Like you're in the mountains, you're in the hills, nothing comes in. And I got, I had gotten an alarm clock radio for a present. 
and had a radio station on it. And I remember I was in my room. My mom was home, but she was, I think she was mowing or something. And I was sitting there like with the static, with the little dial knob on the side, like changing the radio station. I was like, I'm going to find some good music. And I'm not kidding you. This was a pivotal moment in my life. No, no, it was too fancy for that. It didn't have the antenna. It was blue, dark navy blue specifically. I will never, this was a pivotal moment in my life. I'm telling you. And I got, I like heard some music coming. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to get it. And you know, you're sitting there, you're trying to tune it. <laughs> and yeah, my Usher, my first, oh, I yeah. never heard this. And this, yeah, yeah. I was like, <gasps> and I had it so low and I was listening to it. And I just remember, I was like, this is the best music <laughs> ever I've ever heard in my whole life. I mean, I still love some Usher, you know, but don't what, suggest what you raising to, your kids that way. What were you allowed to listen to? Christian music. Like what specific, like name some songs. What were some real bangers? Okay. So specifically, I remember Big Tone. You probably have no idea who they are. No, I'll sing it. Oh, I have no idea. I just remember that was a band. There weren't any, I, like, real, there weren't any songs where you're just like, fuck yeah. No. That song's a banger. Um, no, I can. What's his name? He's black. Uh, that. Hang on, I have. I actually have it as a video idea on my phone for a ticket. Let me find Southern it. Baptist. Uh, he's no, he he sings Christian rap songs. Gosh dang, I've seen it on TikTok oh. before. Like all my Christian kids will remember. Hang on, hang on. Let me find this. Those I I got down to. Let me tell you. It's not Wavy Matt. No, no. He's white. Wavy Matt's a new rapper. He's uh the new age Christian rapper. He has a song called uh, "Stop Jerking Off." Actually, what? Yeah, it's pretty fucking sick. Stop jerking off. Stop jerking off. What is his name? Oh my gosh, I have to find this. I I can picture his video. And he had videos for his song. Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin. He Aretha's son. It is? I made that up. Oh know. my gosh, I believed you. <laughs> Why do you do that shit? You do that all the time. No. No, his songs were awesome and i was allowed to listen to them and Sing one no can nobody. you oh i could let her rip <laughs> we had some karaoke right now oh yeah because right I, I remember we had one of his cds somebody had burned it for us because you know we could burn cds you know yeah but. not with a lighter but <laughs> if there's any kids under the age of 30 listening <laughs> um, oh my gosh when you burn a cd we don't mean with a lighter we mean LimeWire shit. LimeWire. Downloading music, then getting it etched in. It took three days. Minimum. And then you'd put it in your CD player, holding your breath, like, did it work? We had a Hewlett Packard, so it etched in pretty quick. Oh, wow. Fancy. So many viruses on that fucking computer. (laughs) So many viruses. I went through puberty on that computer. Oh, boy. And LimeWire on top of it. Oh. Not to mention, I think, yeah, Jordan probably did the same. Why is it so, so back slow? Then, Dad's like, why is this? Why is it so slow? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was it back no then? Pornhub no wasn't idea. available back then, was no. it? No, we just uh, oh, fuck. I don't know. I remember just you just Google stuff. Oh well, there wasn't Google images. There was uh, it wasn't Google. It was some other like Yahoo and whatnot. You just look it up, look up fucking naked chicks, and then print them off in the color you printer. Print oh, yeah. them off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Then I crumb. Then I'd fucking take. I'd actually physically burn those though. Oh, there you go. Because I can just burn, burn the evidence print more off. Yeah. 
Why is the ink so low? I don't know. Oh, that's a pretty shit up. I had a school project. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was brutal. It was a real time in life. But, you know, hey, we all had to figure it out. Yeah. We all had to figure it out. I never suggest, like... Look at him. I mean... I, when it comes to kids and yeah. raising them, Don't look you know, will you quit. Okay, sorry. <laughs> like the super strict, like, I mean, I mean, as parents, we are, we are strict. People peg us as strict parents, but I feel like they're in the best way. Um, they are not in a sheltering way. Um, even when it comes to swearing, Charlie from, and I, I always tell people this and usually I get pretty good feedback on it. It's like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. So Charlie was like. I don't know, five. And she knew swear words as naughty words, bad words. And then she would hear, we'd have adults over, we'd have family over and you know, the words would be flying. And I remember her coming one time and she was like, why are you saying bad words? Like, cause to her it was bad. Well, She would get after the adults. Yes. She'd be like, why are you saying bad words? And saying that, and you know, some parents might be like, oh, stop. You're like, you're the kid and everything like that. But, you know, I was really thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, that is confusing to a kid. We're the parents. Why are we doing bad mm-hmm. things? So then I changed it. I was like, they're do not. Do as I say, not as I do kind of deal. Yeah. Like, we didn't want to do and that. I, no. And so then, you know, I got the idea. I'm like, they're not actually bad words. They're adult words mm-hmm. because there is a time and a place where you can say them and it's appropriate. And there's a lot of times and places where you cannot and it's not appropriate. And adults are the ones that know when you can do that. And ever since then, it's been adult words. She doesn't say bad words. She'll, she always says, she's like, well, he said an adult word at his school or something like that. And he shouldn't be saying that because he's not an adult. It's like, And I love yeah. that because no, the, I don't like having a shelter from all that because it's not realistic. Because right. then she's going to get out. She's going to get older. And see and hear this shit and everything else. Be like, oh fuck, culture shock. Oh, uh, she's gonna uh, be the weird kid uh, that doesn't gosh, know how to know swear. To Next thing you know, she's stripping. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want that. You know, you know, sheltered kid. <laughs> then get out and get wild. Get yeah, wild I did. College and shit. You were stripped. No, oh. but I got wild. I mean, yeah. I, I had a very sheltered um, beginning childhood, and then had a huge shift change when I was thirteen. Had never been to a public school, which that I I. Didn't ever peg myself as a weird homeschool homeschooled kid. Um, we grew up in an extremely impoverished community in eastern Kentucky. The schools were shit. A lot of people were homeschooled. A lot of people in churches and stuff. There was a lot of Christian schools. It was very common um, that if somebody had a way to homeschool their kids, they would. Usually it was a point of wealth. Um, we were very fortunate. And there was a lady that uh, came to our church. She homeschooled her two kids. Um, some other kids along the line and she offered to homeschool me cause I was just going to enter kindergarten and, uh, she was wonderful. So I had that great opportunity. And so when I hit 13, we moved back to Iowa. I had never been to a public school. My parents had just got divorced. I had grown up in this extremely sheltered, um, very strict Christian environment for the most part. Um, I had some exposure here and there, but not enough. And then entered, I mean, regular normal life, I guess, especially mm. up here. Quote, quote, unquote, adulthood. Or no, are you talking about when no, you No, I was 13. school? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you came, then you came to a fucking Osage High School. And it's yeah. Like, it's like, I, first year of high school oh, and shit. never been to a public school. We're rowdy. And, yeah, my first year, I mean, 
I did good in school. I was way ahead. Like all my testing was great. And then things started to decline. And then from the ages of 14 and up for a while, shit went crazy. Because I had never experienced any of this. It was wild. You found the devil's lettuce. I did. I found it good. Fucking here we go. Found the marble reds. Yeah. I got in a ton of trouble. I got sent away. I got sent away. Once, Francis twice. Lauer? I did. Shit. I had to go there. It's brutal. It was. It was awful. There was a bunch of weird people there. And yeah, basically, so, child. You went from being a really nice little girl, homeschooled. I'm assuming you, yeah, just really sheltered little yeah. girl. And then next thing you know, you're in fucking child prison. Well, and the thing. shanked and shit. The, the thing that I have a problem with that when I see people raising their kids in this extremely sheltered is because they're not always going to be under your shelter and they're going to go one of two ways once they get out on their own or once they see these things and curiosity killed the cat. You know, I mean, especially at a young age, you're curious and these things look appealing. And so you, but yeah, but that's the, that's the fine line in parenting because I feel like now a lot of parents that are from our generation, obviously now, they are almost unsheltering their kids too much. Yes. Where they're like, like, oh, yeah, no no problem. And I'm not talking about in our area, but like it just out in looking general. out in the, in the world, you know, everywhere. It's like they're not sheltering their kids enough where mm-hmm. kids are now like figuring out like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm 11 years old and I feel I'm a little girl. I don't. I don't really fit in with all the other little girls. So I think I'm a guy. I'm I want to be a boy. Now. All that, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, you need to shelter your kids. You need to protect your kids. Yes. From enough stuff, but you need to have conversations. You need to be present in your kids' life. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest number one thing is that you need to be present. And if you hand them a phone, like we were talking about earlier, and say "shut the fuck up," or maybe not "shut the fuck up," but "shut up." Yeah. Be quiet. Watch the phone. They're gonna get on that shit and be like, "Oh fuck." Oh, what's all this weird shit? Oh, nine. Oh, weird. Oh, gosh. I was so young, and I listened to this Nine Inch Nails song. Um, I was very young. Oh, God. Which into, one? I was getting into metal and stuff. Like, Nine Inch Nails? Hell yeah. So I listened to Nine Inch Nails, and it was this part of the song. It's like, I want to fuck, fuck you like, like an animal. animal. I'm like, yeah. what? And I'm like, he's like, I want to feel <laughs> you from the inside. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Trent. <laughs> What the? Because I felt like he was talking to me. Like, I'm not like that, dude. I don't want you to feel me from the inside. I don't want you to fuck me like an animal. This is wild. I just, I think I just learned what fuck meant in, uh, in that term. Like, oh, 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 oh. And I was scarred for a while. I, I never listened to Nine Channels again, actually. Oh, like, I listen to them a little bit when they're on the radio, but I'm like, I can't fucking listen to that band because. I don't want Trent Reznor to fuck me like an animal. I don't want him to feel me from the inside. So, where the fuck was I going? I don't know, but it's really funny because I have a friend. And I'm going to have to tell her to listen to this episode because I'm not going to call her out. But in high school, that was like her song. She'd sing it all the time. Well, she is a girl. Trent Trent Reznor is a good-looking guy. Lead singer of Nine Channel. She's like, hell yeah. Yeah. I'm a little boy. Like, no! Trent! No! No! You were talking about oh, yeah, like, there's yeah. a balance. Yeah, so they're going to find some fucking Lil Nas oh, yeah. song on YouTube, fucking dance around like the devil and butt fucking dudes. I don't know. But they're going to find some shit like that and be like, oh shit, fuck. 
it's either going to like scar them or they're going to be like, yeah, is this normal? Little, little okay, this sex. is what you do. This song sounds nice, and I want to be like him, so I'm going to do that too. Yeah, I mean, so, it is. Yeah, you got to shelter them a little bit. You got to protect your kids, but you got to be present and teach your kids right from wrong. And you got to teach they them grow. all sorts of things as they grow, as they get older. Because we were talking about with Charlie and stuff. It's like, yeah, she learned that there are adult words and she's just not ready, ready yet to use them. No. Oh my properly. gosh. We've got to so, tell the story though. When she asked if she could, yeah. <laughs> you tell it. No, you tell it. <laughs> so last year, and so she knows adult words. I mean, we watch movies and stuff. I mean, she's still not, she's not allowed to watch anything terrible or rated or anything like that. But, and she, you know, she's around adults and family. And so she, she knows the adult words. And last year she was playing flag football over the summer and it was not <laughs> her thing whatsoever. Well, we made her finish it. You know, it was like for, I don't know, three weeks or something like that. There was a handful of girls that did it. It was, none of them knew what was going on. It's just for funsies. Yeah. And it, this is fourth grade. She's doing she was going into fourth grade. So yeah, it's, it's whatever. It wasn't taken seriously. And there was a boy that um, she had been having some some problems with in school. And well, he was being a punk. He's being a little he's being a little butthead. He told Charlie that he liked her, and Charlie's like, "Oh, that's f- that's nice. cool." Bye. <laughs> that's about it. And then he got really mean to her. So this was part of the deal. Oh, <sighs> so it was wasn't it the last football game? It was either the, last, the last or the or second to last. Damn close to last. And we're yeah. walking off the track field. She's getting done. And she just looks distraught. And we're asking, I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And she was about to cry. What the fuck? I know you don't like it, but what? what's going on? And she was talking about this boy. And you go ahead. Tell the rest. No, because I don't remember the punchline. I don't either. <laughs> God dang passing. it. Hang on. What is it? We got to think of it. It's like, um... He called her, uh... All right, where are we at here? Pause. (laughs) There it is. is. Oh, gosh. Okay, so how are we starting this? Back up. All right, and we're back. Remembered it. We had a little little brainstorm (laughs) session. I forgot it. They were on their... So, Charlie's distraught. Yes, so So we're walking off the field. Walking off the field, and she's very distraught looking. We're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And this little boy said, <laughs> and she asked, like, I need to say an adult word. She, she was very, like, worked up. She's like, she was, she wanted to tell she us what he us. said. She's like, can, can I say an adult word? And I'm like, yeah, okay, go ahead. She's like, he called me a goddamn midget. That's what I was like, whoa. We're all like, whoa. Like, I was not expecting that. I was expecting, like, bitch or something or, like, yeah, asshole, asshole or asshole. whatever. And then she follows it up instantly. She's like, and I'm taller than him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was like, we gave her that opportunity, you know, because yeah. it's like, it, what's it going to, it doesn't hurt anything. She was in the presence of her parents. Yep. She wanted to tell us what was wrong. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to tell us the whole thing through. That was appropriate way to use an adult word, yeah. as we say it. To you know, we were it was, she was with her safe people, and so yeah, it was she's just always, so she, funny. She's always used adult words in the right context. Oh my gosh! Like when, when she, she was three, when she was three, she trying to put her, her socks on, her socks on, son, son of a, a bitch. bitch, son of a bitch. <laughs> she couldn't get the well, the yeah. seam line lined up, and that's when there's that's when we told her about bad words. Yeah, and, that, and then we tr- changed it to adult words, but. 
No, I tell I tell her like she's she's allowed to swear a little bit. She's really frustrated when we're out hunting. Like, I'm like this that's is like a, the yeah, that's like the dad this like thing. The, this is the, this is the time where you can you can say adult words um, here. This is a good good place to learn because it's like you're just with me or Matt or whatever else in nature. No one's gonna care. There's a couple times when we're be out duck hunting and she like ducks would be flying around. She like, Daddy, can I say an adult word after they leave? I'm like, Okay, sure. She's like, Those bastards. I'm like. And she's like, okay. And she just like giggles. She's like, okay, that's enough. I don't think <laughs> you told done. me that. Yeah, she'd be done. Oh, really? Oh, she does she that. She says bastards? She, that's, her, that's her favorite. Oh, my Whenever, gosh. Um, majority of the time, if she ever uses an adult word, it's bastard. Oh, where did no. she get that? I don't know. We don't even say that. I don't know. Yeah. I it's mean, not... like commonly. I mean, yeah. so... She, she had an incident. I actually, I think when this all came up was the it was the kindergarten call from the principal. Oh yeah, that was, well that was that was a rough one for her. Yeah, she, she got, still she gets she, she still gets shy about that one. <laughs> I love teasing her about it. The, all the kids were in the lunchroom in kindergarten, and it was a whole group of them. She wasn't the only one, but she was the loudest as a true Johnson. And she they did, were all yeah, trying out got caught the f word. And she happened to be the loudest, and she said "fuck," and it got heard. So we got a well, email. They, they told us that she was caught chanting the <laughs> f word in the lunch line. <laughs> so she's with her friends, and she's chanting the f word in the lunch line. So the way I see it, I wasn't parents. there, but I feel like she was just in a circle of friends. They were talking, and she's just like "fuck, fuck, fuck." Fuck, fuck, and just chanting it. I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? It was the funniest thing because it was a Friday and she went to an after school program and I picked her up after work from the after school program and she was running around and it was winter time and I'm like, she comes up and runs up to me and she's like, oh, can so and so come over after school? Can we have a sleepover this weekend? And I was looking and she was only five and I looked at her and I was like, go get your stuff. And she like got really wide eyed and she was. She's always been terrible at rounding up her stuff, but especially at that age. Oh my gosh, within like 30 seconds, she had her snow pants, you know, gloves, mittens, hat, bag. She had it all. She comes up and she grabs my hand. She's like, okay, I'm ready to go. She's never been a huge hand holder. She likes to run off on her own. Like you have to, you have to hold her hand if you want to keep her close by you. She holds my hand all the way out, all through the parking lot. And I stayed quiet and she's just like looking up at me. She's waiting. She's waiting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not bringing it up first. We get in the car. Or no, no, no. Sorry. When she asked if the friend could stay, I was like, no, the school got a hold of us. So she knew. Yeah. So we get in the car. I got a message from the school. So. Yeah. And so we get in the car and she's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, then why she- did you do that? <laughs> why? You know, you can't. That's not right. You know, and I'm giving her the whole parent talk and she's like, because her friend, she's like, she would find it funny. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. Said, I thought my friends would find it funny. And she, like, I'm like, well, it's funny. While, you got to eat in the principal's office yeah, next week. While she's crying, she's like, they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the message. She's like, and they did. They did. I'm like, they thought oh, it was funny. So. <laughs> yeah. So she had to eat. She had to eat lunch in the principal's office for like two days or something like that. And we oh. still give her crap about it all the time. We're like, see, that's why kids can't use adult words. They don't know when and where to use them. She really does not like using adult words. unless it's, She always asks. And she'll say it like once and be like, okay, that's that's enough. <laughs> I got it out. I don't think she's ever asked me except for football. Really? Uh-uh. 
Yeah. She she has only asked me a couple times. She really does not like using them. I think she's still just a little <laughs> that that lesson has seeped into her brain. Yeah. Inside of her. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's the other thing, too. I don't like the thought of her being around other adults and them swearing and her thinking differently about them. Like, oh, are, right. they, are oh. they not good? You know, yeah. they're using they bad, bad words. Oh, you know, I don't I don't like that thought because it I mean it's an adult thing. It's not a big deal. I was listening to this fucking podcast, you know, so it's like we swear all the time on here. And we I mean I've had adults come to me and say, Oh, hey Jake, don't you think you should uh not be talking that way? Like it's my podcast. Do you think you should grow some balls? Yeah, it's like we don't That's not my response. I'm like, Well, you know, it's not for everybody, but the people that do listen, they get it. And maybe it's just not the podcast for you. Maybe yeah. that's maybe you need to listen to a different podcast that doesn't use adult words because you're 48 years old and still haven't figured out how to use them. Right. And you can't stand to hear them. We don't want Charlie to end up like that. Right. She listens to a podcast or hears someone else and she's a full-fledged adult. It's like, oh, they're using bad words. Yeah. They're not bad words. They're just words. They're expressive words that should be yeah. expressed at a certain time and place. And you should have... The cognitive thinking to know when it's appropriate and when it's not. Yeah. Kids don't have that. Sure. That's why they can't. They don't. They don't have a lot. They're dumb. They're kids. They're supposed to be taught. Yes. But. They're so teachable. So I, mm-hmm. I think people so forget. Malleable. Kids are so teachable. I love well, that. Well, they just, they, they just, they're little sponges. They are. They're little sponges and you never know what's um, getting ingrained into their brain until... It's in there, you know. So it's always the small stuff. Yeah. That they latch on to. Right. Like, oh, I just remember that. That's what brings me back to all sorts of stuff that we've talked about on this podcast before. But it's like, that's why you need to protect the kids from certain things. But they need to be parented and taught, like, why certain people do certain things and why they act a certain way and blah, 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 blah. And how that's either not right or, well, that's their decision because they're full-fledged adults. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just... You know, they're so malleable. Like, they just pick up shit. You never know what they're picking up until they, it, until it's, it's stuck in there. It's you know? in there. Tell in the there. story about Charlie and the Rainbows. Oh, At 10 years old. This did not come from us. No. This okay. this was created in her little brilliant 10-year-old mind. Yeah. So, we were at home. We had a, uh, we were watching Chimp Empire. And it's a great fucking Oof. documentary. But uh, we were watching Chimp, Chimp Empire, and we had to go take care of my sister's dog. So we left to go do that, and we were driving out there, and it was just raining a little bit. And on our way back home, there's a rainbow out, and she's looking at that, and just kind of sitting there quiet and just thinking and whatnot. And she looked over at me, and she's like, Daddy? I'm like, yeah? And she's like, uh, I miss the days when rainbows didn't belong to the gays. <laughs> And I'm like, oh crap! I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, didn't expect that. Um, yeah. Well, you know, you know, because she grew up rainbows and unicorns. That's always been her thing. She loves rainbows, narwhals, and unicorns the whole nine yards. And I and, and I she, and she said, she's like, she's like, I don't care if they what they want to do and stuff. And, you know, I'm not judging them, but I just wish they didn't. They take took the, the rainbow. rainbow. I wish they just, I just wish they didn't charms. take the rainbow. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, okay. And she's not like she doesn't hate gay people by any means. We don't hate gay people. No one cares. It goes back it's to just school. One of those things. Yeah, it goes back to school. Because now 
it's like a thing that rainbows are gay. And same thing with Gap. Yeah. I learned that. So when we say it goes back to school, we're not saying that our, because we have a great school oh, yeah. system here, but we're not saying that the school teachers are teaching kids like, yeah, rainbows are for gays and um, all that stuff. It's pride. It's a pride symbol. It's not that. That's it's not what we're YouTube that's what we're teaching saying. the other kids YouTube, that are being babysat yes. by their phones. And the other kids come up and say, like, oh, you like rainbows? You You're must gay. be gay. And it's like, well, it's kind of funny. But for two, it's like, we're, it's not. She's like, I just like she rainbows. Just it was God's thing first. Girl. Yeah. So it's just kind of funny. I'm like, oh, shit. That's why like kids can't wear Gap anymore because they'll get made fun of because Gap stands for gay and proud, apparently. Like, yeah, that's weird. Wow. Gap was a very, that was a Richie Rich brand. Yeah. You know, when you I was know, a kid. Cha- I, I grew up on like champion shit and that shit was cheap as hell. You were poor if you were champion. Yeah. Now it's like fucking expensive. She can't get enough of it. We see it at TJ Maxx. She's like, oh, People it's my favorite it. brand. They love it. Now a pair of champion shorts is like the it's, same price as like Adidas or Nike. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Where, this is poor people clothing. When and where clothing. did that happen? This is poor people clothing. Now it's and expensive. now Reeboks and Walmart. Yeah. It's and, how things change. Yeah. Champion's not there anymore. And Carhartt, that's in Shields. Car's not even like fucking blue collar anymore. It's like. Yeah. That's the hipster. Hipster, bougie bitches and yeah. hardcore dudes. I'm like, no, Carhartt's great. Hardcore dudes really are trendsetters. People don't yeah. like to think about it, but guys that listen, like hardcore guys, like hardcore music, they fucking, they popularized windbreakers and shit and heart car heart stuff it's wild suits it's wild stuff but we are getting into some uncharted yeah we've gone off on so, a tangent um we really came into this podcast with uh, a plan that we we're gonna talk about youtube a lot more but then we just ended up going <laughs> in all sorts of different directions but we did really want to stress like you know we're starting this youtube thing up we're when are we gonna launch our first episode next week next week Thursday. Thursday, okay. I think. I think that sounds great. What day is today? Today's, Today's Tuesday, July 4th. The 4th of July. We went to Valley Fair on July 4th. So it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Nine days away? Nine days. We're going to launch the first one. 16th? Yeah, there you I go. I didn't want to pull my phone up to look at the calendar, so I'm counting with my counting. fingers. Counting. I'm using... using Things and brains. So yeah, next Thursday, this is Independence Day, Fourth of July. Hope yeah, we everyone had a great Fourth of July. Yeah. Gosh, dang it, fucking is great for it us. Was screaming my brains out on some Valley Fair rides, but so uh, yeah, um, yep. So check out the Word and Class Bowhunter podcast YouTube, and stay tuned for the Victory Drive playlist. And we're gonna be putting up some pretty fun stuff. Hopefully, everyone likes it. And if you don't like it. Let me know. If you do like it, let me know. Um, just know the quality gets better. Just, the first one we're putting out, we started in the spring. Don't make excuses. Okay. Don't make I excuses. I think they're funny. They're great. I think they're great. If you think they're great, great. If you don't, then that's fine too. Let us know. Let us know in the comments yeah. and all that stuff. And let us know how dumb we are or how cool we are or how whatever. And if there's any guns too. Like we kind of have... I mean, it's, we've got access to a lot of guns. Yeah. So, yeah, let us know what you want to see. If you want to see us fucking do like do more reviews Machine and shit, guns. then that's great. Yeah, we're just gonna do the plan right now is just to keep doing fun, light mm-hmm. stuff Range that we day. think is interesting and fun, 
And we're just going to keep doing that. If you like it, cool. If you don't, then whatever, dude. Whatever. So, cool. Well, hey, appreciate everyone listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Bye.